She's a Super Geek is a proud member of the Misdirected Mark Network. Episode 89 of She's a Super Geek, the actual play RPG podcast highlighting women as GMs. Hello, everyone. I'm Andy, formerly Emily. This is the last episode that will come out with my former name. And today, my co-host Send and I are joined by Emily Reinhardt from Third Act Publishing to finally transform into magical girls in her game, Domina Magica. We are joined by Nor Bontz and Megan Dornbrock. Domina Magica is now available on Kickstarter. Special thank you to the patrons of the week, Leanne Abara, Transfer Productions, and Ariel Weiss. If you'd like to become a patron, visit www.patreon.com slash sasgeek. Okay, there's no way this plan can go wrong. <laughs> so you guys all filter in Keith Keith and Marina walk into the next class which is art class and Miss Tossie is there as the audit teacher and she is furious because her class has now been overtaken by this whole free period to discuss the floats she's like Welcome, class. Uh, I guess today my whole lesson plan of of creating a piece of artwork that represents your inner turmoil is just going to be pushed to the wayside for this for this float idea. So, yeah, I guess I guess we're going with this now. So I was told, I was instructed that because this is art class, that I am supposed to lead you out into nature to better understand different aspects of of your float and and to gather ideas and 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 churn. So let's, I guess, go outside and forget my whole art idea of expressing yourself through inner turmoil. So she, like, leads the class outside. And this is kind of further down in the building where you can kind of, the left-hand side, you can kind of see the lake is still there. But this is more up to the big track field where you had all of the people that are doing the gym class. You know, you, they've got track going on. They've got, you know, the people working out. Your your atypical like uh, what else is a good anime tro- ba- baton twirling? You've got the yes. baton twirling class. Good. There's this kind of line of forest that rims. It stops at the lake, but it kind of rims the backside of the school. And so Miss Tossie kind of leads you out there, and she's like, "Clash, go go out and find something from nature and bring it back. And then that's that is what we will do next class. We will paint that thing from nature, and it can be your inspiration for the ideas of the float." Hmm. I go running off towards the lake to see if I can find water lilies. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So, yeah. So, you run off to go see if you can find the, these water lily flowers. What are the rest of you guys doing? Marina is not doing this assignment. She's showing she's showing photos oh. to Keith on her phone. It's it's all pictures of outfits of her favorite video game characters. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, like, she's like, all right. So, this, is, this one is from, like, Infinite Fantasia 12. And this is the heroine in that one. And she wears this dress. But then you could also do the outfit from from this, from, from 13, which matches like this. So, she's, like, going through all the, the Google image pages. Like, oh, my gosh. Yes. He's leaning in, mm-hmm. but his eyes kind of glaze over as this almost sounds like a second language to him. I think Lucia storms off towards the fields where she's sure there's got to be a chrysanthemum somewhere. And I mean, if people would just listen, it could be so beautiful and elegant and classy and oh! What is River doing? 
I don't know. She doesn't know. She's just standing there. So Lilith kind of comes up and puts uh, puts her arm kind of through yours. And she's just like, I'm sorry about earlier in class. I got super jealous and I'm the one that turned the burner up. And I didn't mean for it to get so out of hand. You turned our burner up? Yes, I was mad because you didn't even pick me to be your partner. And then it turned out you weren't even my partner. And yeah, I, I mean, yeah, the way you were kind of tripping over yourself around Keith, it kind of made me a little jealous, okay? You're, uh, of me? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you, you know, I've never really been in a relationship before. And I mean, Marina and I have been lab partners for a long time. She knows how to like talk to me and explain things to me because science isn't my best thing. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to kind of talk to each other and, you know, figure out how to talk to one another. And how can I do that if you're always picking other people and going off? And I mean, I like your friends a lot, but if you're always going out with them, you know, I'm just here on the sidelines. Ooh, real relationship drama in an anime? What? What? Yeah. Um, no, that's a really good, good point. Do you want to find something in nature together? Yeah, I kind of do. If we find something that expresses one of our inner turmoils, we'll probably get more points. Uh, with Miss Tossie, we'll get, like, extra credit for sure. (laughs) Cute. She kind of pulls you over to where they are getting ready for the fall festival parade and everything. And it, it's off in the distance a little bit, but the school that you guys are at is kind of the the starting point And the rival school, which is across the way, mm. is kind of the ending point. So she kind of pulls you over to the flows and she's like, well, maybe we should look at what other people have kind of already done and, and kind of get an idea of like how to really set the beat the bar. And how to do something that no one expects. You are so smart. (laughs) (laughs) And she kind of like looks back and she's like, well, so are you. And you don't always see it. Oh, my God. This is the second time today somebody's called me smart. I don't know what to do with that. Ayumi, while you are so excited because in the little patch around the lake, there's a bunch of lily pads. And in, in the midst of the lily pads, there's one beautiful water lily. Yes. You reach over, and as you go to pick it, time kind of like freezes for you a second. Lucia, as you are kind of in the in the you know trying to midst of like I'm going to find this chrysanthemum, and they're going to see, and they are gone. You find one single chrysanthemum in this like bush patch, and you're like yes. And as you go to pick that, time stops for you. River, as you and Lilith go by a float that has just a bunch of blooming lotus flowers. So you go and she picks one for you and it's like, well, maybe we should do like more of like the sea of flowers. And as as you go to take it from her, time freezes for you. So Marina, so as you're kind of scrolling through this, Keith, like as he's looking at you, he goes to like grab the phone from you and see like oh yeah and his hands turn into this like disgusting goop and just immediately drenches over your phone and everything and you kind of pull back as you pull back you look around wondering what's going on and you see all three of your friends frozen like in the midst of of picking these flowers actually go ahead and give me a strength check oh boy that's a nine. Eesh. I'm going to fill in two circles. As you are horrified at what's going on, his skin has kind of melted away. 
and it leaves like this almost kind of like mud man form. He is trying to claw you and you're backpedaling and you're backpedaling and it's more and more and more clawing up to your to your now to your shoulder and you are screaming and as you backpedal you trip over the bench that was there that you guys had sat on and fall into this lake where more and more of the muck is just crawling up you know up you um at that point there is a float that has a bunch of different flowers on it, almost like this huge just sea. It's, it's, it's like nothing but flowers. There's chrysanthemum, there's water lilies, there's lo- there are, uh, lotus, there's everything. There's roses. It bursts forth and this huge flower comes up and unfurls into this beautiful maiden princess. But she's like two feet tall. So she bursts forth and she flies over, reaches her hand in and grabs you out of the muck and pulls you back out. And that's when the other three pluck each flower and kind of turn around and see that your friend has now been pulled out of the muck and is now standing next to this like flowy flower princess. She's got like a tiara on and she's got, but she's very tiny. She's like two feet tall. What? Are you telling us that Keith is the bad guy? Keith can't be the bad guy. I'm telling you that maybe Keith was an unwilling victim in all of this. <laughs> you four have now uh, the three of the, um, three of you that have the flowers. And actually, Lilith is part of this, too. So Lilith kind of comes over, and there's the five of you now are standing there. And this erythral flower fairy is standing there. And she's like, I've been waiting for you five to release me from the spell that I've been cast. I have chosen you five to please, please help me on this planet. My home world was destroyed by this evil creature called Castor, and he is now moved on to other worlds to take over, and I need your five's help. Uh. This is the first time that you guys are experiencing anything into the, the magical girl realm. You were high school mm. students, and now you are being introduced to your cute magical creature is actually not it really didn't none of the animals really seem to fit in this yeah so you guys really took on this more water and flower theme so i thought a flower sprite would be so much better as like your your magical creature to kind of guide you into this journey as marina takes her hand away from her she kind of like she takes her hand away now that all the muck is gone and you know it's it's uh disappeared you're you come away with a flower what flower do you take from the little fairy creature an aster I know you guys really wanted to play mermaids. <laughs> I know it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be taking on a very flowery theme, and I apologize. But the when you guys all went to kind of when Lilith picked the rose that uh, for River, and you guys were kind of rediscovering your relationship. Ayumi pick, was looking for the water lilies, and you know, and Lucia was looking for the the chrysanthemum. I was like, "Oh no, we are taking a flower theme." As each of you has a flower in place, and Lilith has a rose too. Technically, I thought I had a lotus. That is right. Yes, you have a lotus. Lilith has a rose. She has a rose. She. I think there was just a, that float that had a bunch of things, and I feel like Lilith was picking the rose for you while you were picking out one of the lotus flowers for her. So all five of you are standing there holding a flower in your hand. You are now, her name is Floressa. So she's sitting there with you five and she's like, I have chosen you five to help me 
Help me battle this disgusting evil who is bent on ruining all of all of life and and flowers. Oh my gosh, Castor even said yep. he hated flowers. Yeah, he yeah, you accidentally set it up perfectly. This this Castor person is is he is a plague upon this earth, and he will destroy it with his disgusting creatures. He he makes these 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 muck disgusting muck men and has them has them ruin all of life and earth and he'll do it over and over unless he stop so please will you help me but how can we possibly help you we're totally normal high school girls you five embody what it means to be a a a warrior in this universe so with that each of your flowers glow you now, five, are going to describe to me what your transformation sequence is going to look like. <laughs> Here is where you would literally flip op- over your high school girl character sheet into your magical girl character sheet. Because what you did as a schoolgirl is now going to build that character. After you describe your transformation sequence, we are going to kind of rebuild a character. Not all the way from scratch, obviously, but now you get to kind of replace your die where you want to. Choose her attributes and what she stands for. But now is when we literally go into the transformation sequence. We flip over the character sheet and now you five are going... Five. <laughs> you and Lilith, all of you and Lilith are going to describe your transformation sequence and what it looks like. And you guys are going to have to rethink a little bit about your mm-hmm. theme and what you're called. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. Flower powers. I'm so down with that. Each of you grab the stem of your flower and it glows. You must say these magic words. Say flower power activate. And all five of you, four of you are going to go down the line and describe what that looks like and what you turn into. We'll go with the regular order and start with Senda. Your flower was a water lily is what you picked. You can let that influence you or you can do something different. No, I love it. Because <laughs> it means I still get to kind of combine our two aspects, right? Since it doesn't really have that much of a stem under it, since it was sitting on the top of the water, basically just cup it in my hands and it's a really big white one. Cup it in my hands and then the glow starts inside of the flower petals and you can see it glowing out. And then it like just gets bigger and bigger slowly and then it just suddenly like bursts out from the water lily and there's droplets of water fly out from it and sparkle everywhere this swipe across the screen of like lily pad foosh and then it's me spinning in indistinct nudity um having a little bit of a sailor mercury moment water lily is now the background but the water is moving up it like starts around my legs and it and it has that splash moment where it turns into boots and then it comes up further and then it like comes up to my waist and then goes like foosh um, and splashes away from my waist and it basically looks like an upside down water lily so it's like a white skirt made out of all of the little petals of the water lily with like a little bit of green around it and then it swirls up my torso and like foosh and then the the torso is basically like a white leotard and then there's two lily pads but they're very super graceful but they're kind of like wings coming off of me a single droplet of water the light shining through it slowly drops down from above and hits me right on the forehead spreads out and turns into like a a a flower petal crown thing oh my gosh yes (laughs) what is your name oh no i mean can what can it just (laughs) be water lily (laughs) it can yeah it can so yeah so all right. Woo, I don't don't have a don't have a crisis. Order. Okay. Yes, it can totally just be water lily. Uh, that was amazing. Emily, when you grab your flower, what what does this look like? In flower lore, I don't know a whole lot of it, but I know this: the yellow rose symbolizes friendship. I have a yellow rose, I think, because friendship, power, yeah. and all that. Take a minute. Yeah, it's I'm okay. thinking about it. 
I'm trying not to make this too awfully tuxedo mask <laughs> is my is my problem. Do it with uh, the rose. Do so it. So I'm holding the rose by its stem. The stem is is fairly long. I start spinning, and of course I get covered in rose petals uh, that are just flying around me as I'm spinning circular. This pulsing rainbow of background. Then I just pop out. I'm wearing really cute short shorts <laughs> with really tall boots, a shirt that looks somewhat reminiscent of our school shirts, but it has sort of longer flowing tulip sleeves. Instead of a crown or anything, I put put the yellow rose almost as a where you would put a so like where a boot near would go and it just kind of pops on. It's this gorgeous yellow rose. Uh, and then she she strikes a wonderful pose, of course. And beneath it just says yellow rose. Megan, what is your magical girl? Marina's holding her her aster. It's a blue aster by the stem. Closes her eyes and we get this gust of wind kind of coming up from beneath. So it it blows the the petals up a little bit and her hair comes out of its ponytail and goes up. And so her her hair gets to be like a lighter blue, like it glows and it turns like a lighter blue. And then there's a flurry of the blue petals from the ground up. And as they pass over her, that leaves her outfit behind. And there she's got cool boots, of course. And then I'm thinking like Utena, kind of like the new Shira design, where she's got the little shorts, because I love the little shorts. Yes. yes. She has little, yes. little shorts that are kind of a green color, but then she's got a little bit of a skirt over it that look uh, kind of like, like the aster petals aren't anything to write home about, but it kind of looks like blue, pe- blue petals, but ends with that like Utena kind of top with the with the high collar and I like that that having that boutonniere kind of having the flower right there so a big blue aster right there as well on hers and then a little flower crown awesome Lucia okay so Lucia is you know cupping this chrysanthemum and begins spinning as she begins spinning it's a red chrysanthemum red is the color of friendship and devotion for chrysanthemum so it starts to just kind of swooshing and sparkling into this dress where it's only got one shoulder but it's a short tutu-like skirt with chrysanthemum petals to it and then very high break your neck heels and a tiara that shows up (laughs) and as she finishes spinning she just smiles and does a pose and of course, and all of the glimmer, shimmery, sparklies. Since Lilith actually picked a, uh, I'm guessing, yellow rose for, for your character, River, and you picked a lotus flower for hers, yes, she is holding one of those like more yellow-white lotus flowers with the pink tips. She cradles it in her hand and then drops it on the ground, and it grows and grows and grows until it's huge, and it folds over her like it swallows her. And then as each petal unfolds, she's in the middle of it, and a petal unfolds, and you see kind of like a gloved hand appear. And then another petal unfolds, and you see another gloved hand appear. And until all petals have just kind of unfolded, and she's standing there with boots look on her, but like they're the chunky goth boots on the very bottom but they're bright pink and going up she's just got a very modest skirt a cut off yellow shirt that has these blotches of pink throughout that and for some reason Lilith I think it's pictured her hair is kind of in that pixie punk rock haircut but now it is total dyed half of it's pink half of it's white and then a little bit it's yellow and it kind of goes into this like ombre effect in her hair that was amazing all of your transformations were so fun everybody take a heart shard for the best transformation sequences Uh, i even got to do one i'm so excited (laughs) 
That usually doesn't happen. Does it need to go with a specific? No, if the if the GM awards you a hard chart and doesn't really tell you which uh, trait to put it in, you guys kind of get to pick. But now that we're we're in the midst of building our magic girls, it doesn't matter because now the heart shards don't really go off a trait. Your heart shards are are what you have. Um, it's hard because I'm not going to do the quadrants. Usually, a the, my battle map is kind of in five different quadrants, and they are the five antithesis that go against your good magical skills. So, you know, the the antithesis of friendship is vengeance, and you know, honesty is deception. And if you guys fail a role. In that trait, that's where the evil energy starts building on this battle map. And then it kind of branches from there and keeps going and going. Interesting. That's cool. Uh, I'm just going to say for the sake of this game that all all of the negative energy is concentrated in one quadrant. And that's where it's on this lake. And that's where all five of you are. And the muck has now like crawled up and there's no more water. It's just this disgusting mesh of, of, of mud and everything. So as the five of you kind of float down after your your transformation sequences with your your five flowers, and now you guys are the the flower power team, you see this lake bubbling over with this disgusting like brown muck. And Castor is on the other side of the lake with his arms crossed. He has this look of, ugh, not again. He pulls out his hands and throws them up in the air. And as he does that, three mud men pull up from the slime and start crawling at you guys in a slow pace. Since I don't have you visually here, that's why I'm just going to say you're all in the same quadrant because what your heart shards do is they do four different things. They allow you to move quadrants (laughs) when it's applicable. You can transfer one heart shard to another magical girl who is in the same quadrant. You can use one heart shard to cast a magical spell of your choosing against one creature or you can use a heart shard to try to attack the main bad guy directly who in this case is caster on the other side of the lake the other side of the lake technically is still in your quadrant though he's just on the outskirts where your guys are in the more inner part of it so you've got three of these disgusting mud men that are coming at you your heart shards you literally just spend and expel and they are gone for the game you know once you do them to attempt to cast the spell against this mud men creature so by spell do you mean shout the name of the thing that i want to do Exactly that, Senda. Thank you for asking. Do we need to rearrange our dice? Yes. Once you flip your your magical girl over, you get to obviously pull in your title now because so, all four of you have your magical girl name. And then there's the five traits that you can now rearrange your dice in any order. If they're different, sometimes they, you know, say the same and, and people who've played it are like, you know what? No, I still like the fact that my friendship is my highest trait. So I'm going to keep it there. The mud men are in a ring and each ring in the battle map is a different die. So they have a different die assigned to them. Obviously, the more you go into the inner circle towards the bad guy, he's going to have a D4. But the mud men that are kind of on these outer squirts, one of them is nearest to you. He's got a D12 and then the other two have D8s. So if you would like, you can spend a heart shard to attempt to attack this Mudman. If you succeed and roll closer to a one, you get to cast your amazing over-the-top spell and name it anything you want. It could be eight words, it could be two words, and get to attack this Mudman. If you fail, the main creature, Caster, gets to tap into the dark energy, which is technically our cootie catcher, and gets to pull out different trials. Oh boy, cool. <laughs> I really like the battle map. It works really well when I have people like, hey, give me a token that represents your character and we will we are going to then emulate this fight because a fight in the magical girl is not a 
you go, then you go, then you go. It's all of you act at once as a team and you can all spend a spell to hit the same creature. You can all act as once and the creatures are going to attack you at once. And it's more of an event. It's not just a turn-based kind of system. So you've got the three mud creatures. Again, one is closest to you. He is technically a, a D12 to hit, to hit. So you would spend a heart shard to use a trait to hit him. If you succeed, you get to cast an amazing spell and call it whatever you want. If you fail, then the, the main bad guy caster gets to then use the cootie catcher against you and pull a trial from Oh, whatever you guys picked <laughs> oh boy oh goody we know those are bad yeah you guys know exactly well at least one of what they are but the four of you technically with lilith get to get to attack whoever you would like first i mean i feel like we have to take out these mud men yeah i'm gonna mm-hmm. punch the mud men. do you want to start i will say i did move my dice around a little bit i made friendship my second best score i kept strength as my first i moved cleverness down to mm. a d12 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kindness went down to a D8. Honesty is now a D10. I feel like I became loyal and strong. I'm not that smart. After we just had that really heartwarming moment <laughs> with you and Lilith, uh-huh. and she's calling you smart. It's not that I'm not smart. I just, I'm not the planner. Point me at something. This is your magical girl. This is the this is the persona of you, of how you view yourself. So yeah. So you are going to try to punch a mudman. Yeah. He is just a D12, so... You can run up and literally just try to punch him. I rolled a four. You are good. I rolled an eight. You literally get to cast either a spell or you can make it magical, like a magical punch or whatever. But describe to me how you obliterate this one mud man. The power of flowers is coursing through my (laughs) veins. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I also kind of maybe want to show off a little bit. I feel like my strength is my, my best thing. And so... There's Caster at the far end, and there's these mud men. And I'm thinking, like, okay, the smart people will come up with something. I'm a punch one of those dudes. I do a a running jump and start spinning in the air, coming down for a punch. <laughs> what is your what is your magical spinning punch called? Pedal persuasion punch! Nice. <laughs> yes. Oh and you just you you come down straight on top of this mud man's head and go all the way down and literally down to the muck. He literally just splatters on his friends and in the other muck and just it gives out this like, uh, as you're like, bam, and explodes. And his other two teammates who were just kind of standing in that vicinity like flinch because they get splattered with the remnants of their 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 brethren. Like, I don't really know how the how tight the friendship is between mud men but and i turn back to the rest of the group and i'm like hey that transformation actually did something what can you do he had family to take care of and worry about so i don't blame him but it damaged him forever and forever is a hell of a long time to drink are you serious right now i don't know what shit what you i'm Come on water lily do i still not good at punching though do what you're good at okay I will tap the power of friendship. <laughs> Are you going to try to attack another mudman or go in deeper? I think I'm just going to attack another mudman. If you run out of heart shards for whatever reason, it just means that your magical power has been tapped and you revert back to a schoolgirl. Dangerous in the middle of battle, though. Okay. It is very dangerous, considering what some of you guys have wrote on the cootie catcher. <laughs> 
So I look at the next mud man and I hold my hands in front of me kind of together as if the water lily is contained within them again. And I close my eyes and that little glow starts and sort of there's that ghost image of the water lily from my transformation. And then I open my eyes and they like flash white like the water lily. Then I have to come up with a name for the thing. Hang on. And then I just yell out, water lily heart weave and push my hands forward. And what shoots out is like this lattice of petals and little water sprays. And it goes out to the mud man. It sort of wraps him in what looks kind of like a hug and then like strokes his face gently. <laughs> Friend, It's friendshipy. Yeah, that's the thing it's going to try to do. Okay, so this is one of the men men that was behind it who is a D8 now. I got a one. He also got a one. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Escalation. Escalation. So roll again. Damn it, I got a three. Uh, I Actually, my dice are really hard to read. Hold on. I can't tell if this is a three or eight. It's an eight. It is an eight. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> Your lattices not only wrap around the mud men, they reach out and stroke the one next to him and they caress their cheek and both of them kind of look towards each other and smile and literally the vines then crush oh. the both of them. <laughs> and they just kind of slide down. They kind of both just slide down and mug. Kester is very upset and he's just like, how dare you pedal pushing pansies come into my school that I have now bought and paid for and I am going to obliterate and he kind of he puts his hands in the mud and and out raise three different mudmen that actually they they look vaguely mudmen but they're actually copies of Keith <laughs> they're oh are, whoa are they all shirtless they're vaguely human. They almost look like if if you tried to put a human skin over type just a bunch of like a like a mud snowman. <laughs> well, there's a reason his abs were hard as rocks. Then, uh, uh, <laughs> really, I'm gonna That's take gonna away get on. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Rock hard, I know. All right. The three Keiths are still in your quadrant, but they are in the D6 zone. You will have to go deeper into into the quadrant to get to them. It doesn't cost a heart chart to move because they're in their still quadrant. I'm just letting you know that they're farther away. They're closer to Caster, where Caster is. Lucia shouts, pedal pin! And shoots out petals, which then wrap around the the globular. If they had knees, it would be their knees to trip them up. Give me a roll of your choosing, whichever trait you would like to explain. It's going to be cleverness. <laughs> I got a four. <laughs> yeah, but it's clever because you're trying to take them out at the knees. <laughs> yes, exactly. You succeed in in wrapping around his knees. How how Oof. do you defeat this poor Keith looking mud man? I just pull it straight out from under him and he disappears into the goo. Trip him up. You pull your, uh, what, what, what wrapped around him? Just vines or was it? It's the long petals of the chrysanthemum. So the long petal wrapped around his knees and literally pulled his feet out from under him, which made him topple into the mud and kind of just sink back in. Cool. So you've still got two Keith Mudmen left in front of Caster. So Aster steps up and, and just shouts, Blossom Barrage! And then just, it's all, all flowers just pelt at the remaining Keiths. <laughs> All the Keiths. All the Keiths. So yeah, give me a roll. Are you using cleverness? I would like to, yes. And that's a four. You got lucky. He has rolled a two. Oh. Ooh. 
So both of the Keiths meld into one to avoid your attack. <gasps> ah, giant Keith. It's it's almost awkward. Like they don't meld into one person. They just kind of swoosh in together. So like it's like a more humanoid with like four arms and, and four legs and, you know, and they're stumbling around. But uh, Caster laughs and he's like, do you think you blooming bimbos can really <laughs> defeat me? And... So now he is going to pull a trial because he failed. I'm going to use the fact that, uh, let's see, late fall. I'm going to use the fact that it's late fall because we're in kind of the muddy season. So I'm literally using the cutie catcher now. I'm going to spell out late fall in the cutie catcher as one would. So L-A-T-E-F-A-L-L. Oh, oh, no. Uh Oh, Oh, no. no. Uh Uh-oh. So as you step up and you're doing this, all of a sudden, the four of you are rushing, you know, the three of you are rushing to our aid like, oh, come on, it's okay, we can do this. And Lilith speaks in this voice. No! What you didn't notice is that the mud had gone, uh, You while you guys were surging forward to defeat the Keiths, the mud had gone up over the riverbank or lake bank and has now enveloped Lilith. And she speaks with this gravelly, thick voice. You thought I would ever be stupid enough to follow and love you. And she starts coming at you. (gasps) Oh, no. You've got the one kind of Keith humanoid thing in front of you. And now you have technically Lilith behind you, who is ankle deep in muck and it's climbing faster. And she when she opens her mouth, you can kind of see like this blob of dirt and stuff inside of her mouth as she speaks and it rolls down her chin. Ah. Ah. Well, you shouldn't have wrote it, so. (laughs) I know. Clarification is, is she evil or is she good and taken over by evil currently? She is possessed at this point because the mud has reached her feet and is now like crawling inside of her. Okay. We need to show her the meaning of true friendship. So the cootie catcher had revealed that Emily had written earlier that her girlfriend was, I'm going to say, possessed, turned to the (laughs) evil negaverse side (laughs) and is only dating her because she knows that she's a magical girl. That was mean. I did not. I was like, oh, that that hurts. That's like right. manipulation. Since I wasn't on a, a magical girl I before, it, it's you were not a magical girl before. Yeah, so I rewrote it a little bit. She's not evil. She literally has just become possessed by this mud thing. He is taking her over, and it is it is like consuming her from the inside out. That's my girlfriend. I'm trying to think of a way I can use strength for to like help her, but I can only think of things that will actually really hurt her. You remember what happened with the Keith clone thing? <laughs> uh, yeah, I punched it and it disintegrated. So I don't want that to happen. Um, but hey, magic. I'm going to take my rose off of my off of my like lapel and I kind of start swirling it around my head and it turns into a lasso. Uh-huh. If this works, I want this to be like a magical lasso that will grab onto that dirt that's on her chin and pull out the mud evil that's in her. She was behind all of you, so she is on the outer circle of of this map. So she is a, she's a D twelve at this point. Rose whip return. There we go. Hey. I rolled a one. <laughs> she rolled eleven. Not only do you the goes inside of her, pulls out all of the muck inside, and the other whip grabs her and brings her to you in this like slow mo embrace. Aww. The other three, Aww. all you have in front of you now is one kind of Keith, like, weird clone thing, and then Caster is behind him. The Keith Mudmen guy, the two-in-one, he's close enough to Caster that they are both in the D4 zone. So they both have D4s. 
I'm best at cleverness, which I already used. Yeah, but you you can use it again. You can use it multiple times. You don't have to. Oh, okay. I have literally only rolled strength. Then I am going to use the pollen push to fill his mouth and nose with pollen. Activate his allergies. Raise any more. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that that sounds like torture. Go ahead. More evil than I was planning. So that he can't raise any more of these mud dealy bob. Okay, so you're attacking Caster directly. I'm gonna attack Caster directly. So you're going to then spend uh spend a heart shard to to actually cast it. So um, go ahead and roll. So it's gonna be pollen push and it's a one. Woohoo! Oh nice, he got it too. You fill his mouth with it just goes right inside and he is just clawing and clawing at his face. Meanwhile, he is trying to push this out. The Keith Mudman gets so enraged at what's happening because he's kind of lost control of him. The Mudman is actually going to take us. Uh, he's going to take a swipe at River, actually. River and Lilith, who are just standing there. Lilith is passed out right now. And so I'm kind of like holding her up. Okay. So yeah, he's going to take a swipe at you. Give me, because since you are holding her, give me a kindness roll. Ah, and I kind of bumped, I bumped kindness down for magical girl. I rolled a two though. Damn, he rolled four. He goes to take a swipe at you and then literally Lilith comes awake as she's in your arms and then looks at you. This lotus flower curls up between both of you and creates this almost like bubble. And this mud man is trying to attack you, but you are safely in this like beautiful lotus bubble. And it's like swinging at you with all six arms. Do I need to spend a heart shard on that? No, you don't. No, you don't need to No, because that was literally that was him attacking you, not you trying to do something. Right. Okay, just wanted to make sure. If you, if you fail something that the enemy can do is if you fail the roll, he can then take one of your heart shards. Oh, because there's no real damage in this game is my understanding. It's, yeah. yeah, it's really just if you if you if you run out of heart shards, you are literally on the sidelines. But another magical character can give you one of hers. Nice. That's really cool. So you've got the Keith creature. He's still a D4 and he is like clawing. And now Caster is still scream, like trying to scream and breathe and get this this pollen out of his lungs. I kept everything still in like friendship and kindness. That was dumb. Friendship hurts. <laughs> yeah, it hurt those other mud men. It's true. I do a little cutesy like, oh, my head's off to the side, like cutesy theater girl thing and make like heart hands in front of me. I'm going to attack the, the giant mud man thing. And I'm going to say he's distracted. He's pu- he's pounding on this bubble and not even paying attention to you. I'm going to bump him up to a D6. I don't want him to hurt my friends. That's why this is friendship. Oh, it's a one. He wrote a six. So yeah, describe this amazing, like you've got, you've got this mud man that's in front of you pounding on this bubble, trying to get into the two, the girlfriends inside who are literally sharing this like intimate moment. Yes. <laughs> like I'm it like, flashes into the bubble and we can't even tell that there's anything outside it's going like silent. on. Yeah, you both are just staring long into each other's eyes. And it's like, Lilith is just like, Yellow Rose, you're so strong and brave. And thank you for, for saving me. I heard your, I heard you call out, but I couldn't say anything. Oh. Aww. Aww. <laughs> just, I'm just glad that you actually like me and aren't dating me because you're evil. I, I'm glad <laughs> of that too, I guess. Just kiss her. Yeah, and we kiss. <laughs> Yay! All the fields. The bubble that's uh, surrounding you, it like glows with pink pulsating light. So, all right, Senna. Okay. Are you, Ayumi. Are you me? No, wait. Yes, Ayumi. No, you're Water in your magical girl Oh, form. you're right. Water lily. Water lily. Yes. 
Go, Water Lily. Right. So I, I just yell, you leave my friends alone. Water heart hurricane. And so the heart that I'm making with my hands turns into like a heart shaped like, stream of water that just explodes into him and washes just like makes all of the, the mud melt back into the lake. Uh, what happens to him? It shoots through him and it just splashes harmlessly off of the bubble that he's been pounding on, of course. But so there's a mud man standing there, but he's got like a heart shaped hole in the middle of him. And he look he just looks down and he goes, oh, I have a heart thing. And then he just peacefully lies back down into the mud. <laughs> So at this point, Castor is clawing at his his neck. Does any everyone have at least yeah. one heart shard left? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, because you didn't uh, revert back. All right. So the five of you now turn towards him and kind of group up. And if if everyone gives up one heart shard, you can combine and have yes. one giant attack against Absolutely. him. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Please. Yes. So yeah, what happens is all four of you will roll a D4 or, you know, whatever your strength is, whatever you want to use, and then we'll just take the highest one or lowest one, technically. So you could fail this. All four of you could technically roll fours and he could roll one, but. (laughs) But don't even say that. Oh my gosh. I won't because it's not going to happen. A three. I got a one. I got a two. I rolled a four. He had a three. So we're fine. So you guys are going to now describe your your combined magical attack against this evil person threatening your your planet. Obviously, our group attack is flower petal power or something. I am imagining that we maybe link hands and shout this out together. And then I want to pass that narrative to someone else so that I don't take over the whole thing. The, the screen shows him clawing at his wrist and then a close-up on all of your combined hands as each each of you clasp each other's hand and it goes back to him back to hand clasp back to him back to hand clasp do we want to do like a moana or fern gully-esque where all of a sudden like it's the goo monster have you guys seen fern gully it's been a it's been a long time it's been a long time where like all of a sudden you see you see a snap 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 and all of a sudden these vines start crawling up and it's got thorns for the rose bush. And then you see like the petals starting to surround and engulf the mud. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes I love it. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> of course that happens. So yeah, as you guys are gla- grasping hands and it shoots back to him, there are vines that are shooting out of the ground and wrapping him and flowers start blooming and he's trying to rip them off his skin and rip the pollen out and rip these flowers off of him, but just more and more keep growing. The ground starts shaking and like all of our colors are com- are combining and sparkling, shooting into the ground as it's shaking and up comes a gigantic generic flower that encases him. We all shout some magic word and it turns into what looks like amber so that he is frozen. He's encased in an amber flower. Nice. He starts sinking into the ground in this amber flower and the ground closes up and the mud starts receding, going in with it. It like keeps going on top of it and it it kind of recesses. And then a single flower blooms where that space is. Aster, what is the flower that blooms up in this Um, almost like I was thinking it should be whatever the predominant flower for our little princess friend is. Yeah. Floressa. She is a moon flower, obviously. Perfect. (laughs) Floressa kind of floats over to you and settles on your shower, Aster, and she's like, that may hold him for now, but it might not hold him forever. 
We shoot to the next day where you now have returned to normal schoolgirls. You're now destined to fight the, the evils of the universe as, as the Flower Power Pact. As the episode kind of wraps up, what is each of yours message to the to the kids who watch the show? Like, what's what's oh, your Sailor, Sailor Moon says? says? So it's just like a snapshot, and I've got my little buns up in my hair again with the little bows, and I'm sitting in an ice cream shop with a giant thing of ice cream in front of me, and Chad is on one side of me, and Ken is on the yes. other. And Dustin is on the other side of the table, like, just oh looking longingly at you. Be yourself! <laughs> Oh my god, Send I thought it was oh gonna gosh. be like Ayumi with her friends or like by herself, like buy your own ice cream, but no, just date all the boys. No, <laughs> nope, no, nope. Yeah, just date yep. all of them. Be yourself. Yeah, be yourself. If you love chocolate and boys, you know, do your, do thing. your thing. Just be you. You know, as long as it's consensual and everybody's on it. The camera follows her pointed thumbs up uh, outside where it is Lilith and River are walking hand in hand. And they're laughing. River, of course, gives a thumbs up because that's apparently what we're doing. Don't put yourself down because you never know what others see in you. The camera goes back out to Marina is again engrossed in her video game. But she looks up just long enough to, to do a little thumbs up and says, play fair. <laughs> play fair. On this float filled with flowers, yes. like lotuses and roses and chrysanthemums. And water lilies in this ornate pond with a prince lying prostrate. And it's going to flash to me like doing the beauty queen wave saying, never give up on your ideas. (laughs) Yes. That is Domino Magica. Awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for playing. I'm going to have you guys go down the line one more time and just have you tell everyone where to find you. Again, I'm Megan. You can find me and all of my nonsense, mostly on Twitter at Meglish. Uh, Links to all of my pods and games and arts are there. I'm Noor, and you can reach me for Chainmail on Facebook at MailedItDesigns. And on Twitter, you can watch me rant about everyday living things at Um Eowyn, U-M-M-E-O-W-Y-N. All right, Emily, bring us home and tell us about this awesome game that people should be clearly backing on uh, Kickstarter right now. You can find me at Kickass Emily. I am one third of Third Act Publishing. And we design games. So yeah, check this game out. It's called Domina Magica. It is a magical girl-based RPG that uh, myself and my partners have designed. And I'm super excited for everybody to play it. And I can't wait because uh, by the time this airs, the artwork will be out and the slap bracelets will be uh, flowing. What? Wait, slap bracelets? Slap bracelets? Wait, you didn't tell us about the slap awesome. bracelets. Surprise! <laughs> so obviously I owe one to each of you because you have helped with this Aww, game. Yay. We ordered slap bracelets and we are. that's one of the reasons why it took so long to actually record this because we were waiting on Japan and all of the ordering stuff but yes there are slap bracelets coming that say fight 
like a magical girl with my symbol on one side, fight in the middle, and then like a magical girl on the side. If you pledge even just a dollar, you will get a slap bracelet. That's awesome. So cool. Excellent. I want those pictures of all of the girls with their fists held high and the words fight like a magical girl Mm. flooding social media. This game has just meant so much to me and everyone who's played it has just had amazing feedback. Yeah, and I can't wait for it to be a physical thing. I want it to, I want it in my hands, guys. Yeah. (laughs) I want it on the shelf. It's pretty good. So thank you so much for, yeah, playing. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on and running this for us. And um, of course, we will have a link to that Kickstarter in our show notes. This game is awesome. You guys should totally support it. Thank you so much for hosting and letting me run it. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed episode 89 of She's a Super Geek. If you liked what you heard, head over to Kickstarter now to back Domina Magica. It is only up until September 6th at 10 p.m. Eastern. Seriously, get on this and back it. There are several additional settings that have already been kicked. Renaissance Knights, Atlantean Mermaid, Magical Mechs, and Magical Women, where you can play as fully grown women or moms trying to save the world from evil and get to soccer practice on time. There's even more art. There's full color character sheets. There's fancy bindings. Just go and back it. It is totally worth it. Our theme song is Rock and Roll Play Baby by Kieran Strange. To hear more music, find merchandise and tour dates, go to kieranstrange.com or on Twitter at Kieran Strange. You can find more about She's a Super Geek at sasgeek.com or on Twitter at sasgeekpodcast. This upcoming weekend, both Senda and I will be at Queen City Conquest. So if you're there, be sure and say hi. We're both running some games, so you might want to get in on those. If you like She's a Super Geek, try other misdirected marked shows like Bonestone and Obsidian. Wayne and Robert take monthly deep dives into the Dark Sun setting and discuss it in various editions of Dungeons and Dragons. Be sure to join us in two weeks for our next crazy raccoon-based adventure. I'm ready, I'm waiting on the battleground She's a rock and roll play baby And she throws a tantrum 20 crazy She's a rock and roll play baby And she's nothing near the normal and maybe I'm in love, I'm in love Oh, oh, I'm in love, I'm in love Oh, oh, I'm in love, I'm in love With a rock and roll Uh, can I, I ask a quick question, though? Oh, so yes. Sorry. Was Keith a mud monster all along? or is Keith he... was a mud monster yeah, all along. Damn it. Of course he was. I well, saw I thought him. maybe he was, he was a le- like a legit song that yeah. had just been tainted. And I want another couple to do yeah. couple things hey, with y'all. We've got a whole season. It's going to be okay. <laughs> That's true. Caster was going from town to town implementing uh. Keith's everywhere. Yeah. In <laughs> high schools? Yes. Okay. The high schools yeah. across the of across Japan. It usually worked. Um I mean, come on, that's the dastardly plan is that this this creature is gonna take over uh this planet by infiltrating high schools. Come on. You ever watch Buffy? Let's I mean, come on.